pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, No Proof Pompeo Promotes War, Temperatures Rising in Kuwait, and Millennials Have No Time for Cereal. Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Well, everybody's up, uh, but Nikkei and Hang Sang down a little bit. Gold's up. And what else do we got here? Oil's up. Bitcoin's up. Stocks rise. Return to June's winning ways as Disney shares outperform. You know what that is. Horseshit detected. <laughs> Take precautions. That's stupid horseshit. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, here's our forecast of the markets. They're about peaked. We don't see them going much higher than this. On the gold front, gold went up because, you know, they had that incident over there in the uh, Gulf out there, the Persian Gulf. And... Um, it's a safe haven asset, and the war drums are beating louder. And also, there's more, more evidence that the Fed's going to lower interest rates. So the lower interest rates go, the higher gold goes. And silver went up as well. And what do we have? Oil prices. Mm, down. Well, oil prices dropped 4% on fears of falling demand and stockpile build. That was yesterday. Today, oil prices are up because... Explosion on two oil tankers near Iran sends oil prices 4% higher. So that's... Bullshit level, Capcom <laughs> 5. It's bigger than that. This thing has to break loose. They ended up going up 2%. They were up at 1.4%. There's a global slowdown. There's more supply of oil than demand. The numbers are coming out showing there's a slowdown. OPEC on Thursday cut its forecast for oil demand growth in 2019 as the 14-nation group pumped at its lowest level in five years. Mm. So that's on that front. There's a slowdown. U.S. weekly job claims unexpectedly rise, sparking fear that labor market is losing steam. China's auto sales slump deepens. This is important. Sales for the latest month fell 16% from a year earlier, and it's been a continual downward spiral. Auto sales in China declined for the 11th straight month in May. It has nothing to do with trade wars or tariffs. It has to do with the people not having enough money to buy more cars. So that's basically it on the economic front. All right. Well, here's some economic news. Huawei, been a big newsmaker, diversifies with self-driving car projects. What do they have to say there? All right. Well, the Chinese company at the center of the U.S.-China TechStorm is working with European, Japanese, and Chinese car groups to launch self-driving vehicles as early as 2021. Well, again, that, that, that high-tech war going on, the United States doesn't want Huawei in here, and they're the big 5G company. And you know one of our top trends, 2018, driverless cars, try driverless cliff. Ain't gonna happen the way they say it is. By the way, Ford, to recall, 1.2 million explorers. Hmm. Yeah, what happens? Their brakes wouldn't work. 
what are they calling 53 million cars, some ridiculous number last year. So they're going to go self-driving cars. It's a long way away. They're going into it. This is going to be another dot-com bust. Okay. Until it really gets there, then it'll be the dot-com boom. Well, you know, it's amazing how you can hear history first here on our podcast and also when you read the Trends Journal. You can read history before it happens. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. It's easy. You go to Trends Journal at TrendsJournal.com. All right. Let's go geopolitical. U.S. blames Iran for attacks on two tankers near the Persian Gulf. And I'm sure they have good proof, right? No proof at all. Uh, Pompeo came out and said that they did it. And here's what he said. Oh, come on now. That ain't even bullshit. That's <laughs> horseshit. Pompeo said at a news conference Thursday in Washington that attacks on the ships are part of, quote, a campaign of escalating tensions by Iran and a threat to international peace and security. He provided no proof wouldn't take any questions. And again, this is an ongoing story. U.S. escalates threat of force against Iran. This is May 31st. This is when they had that incident in the Persian Gulf over there where four ships were sabotaged. Our national security advisor, Bolton, declared that the alleged sabotage on the Saudi tankers and other two vessels was a result of, quote, Naval mines almost certainly from Iran. And here's another one. Then last week, a senior Pentagon official accused Iran of having sabotaged four oil tankers in the Gulf of Oman. And he also said on May 12th, he accused Iran of firing rockets into Baghdad's green zone. And this is Vice, Pres Vice Admiral Michael Giday said it was clear what was going on, but he could not cite a single fact to back it up. So what do you think? What other country might be involved here if it's not Iran? Someone's, someone's you know, blowing up some ships. Well, here we go. Gilday added <clears throat> that we believe with a high degree of confidence that this stems back to the leadership of Iran. So again, this is... Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction and ties to al-Qaeda, and they're getting away with this. They're getting away with it, they're doing it, and there's no blowback. Okay, and no proof. And no proof. All right, well, uh, Netanyahu vows more preemptive attacks against Syria. And again, this is, again, he's, he, <clears throat> what right does he have to <clears throat> invade Syria, and he's saying it outright that they're going to do it preemptive? We're going to do something to you when you've done nothing to us and you're not doing anything to us? Syria hasn't fired missiles into, into Israel. Could you imagine if it was reverse? This is very serious what's going on with Iran. And because we've said this, it was one of our top trends for 2018. Market shock, mass murder. If the United States keeps this up with Iran, you're going to see oil prices spike to above $100 a barrel. That's going to bring down the global economy. It's going to bring down equity markets. Gold prices are going to skyrocket. We've been writing story after story about the United States setting it up for a war in the Trends Journal against Iran. In the last months, we keep going on and on with this. This is very serious. Do you know who I think did this? Who? I have no proof, <laughs> but I could say anything. If Pompeo <clears throat> could say it, I don't say I was taught to lie, cheat, and steal. He does. 
I believe Saudi Arabia did it. I believe the United States may have done it. I believe the United Arab Emirates may have done it. And I'm going to tell you why. Saudi Arabia needs oil at $100 a barrel for its economy to break even. Mm. They're deep in debt. They're going down. They're issuing bonds. They want to rise the price, raise the price of oil up. And I think this is one of the things that they're doing. They're sabotaging this to bring up oil prices because oil prices are now in bear market territory. And the Saudis also have to pay for that Yemeni's war that they've started. And we have a story on that because the Houthi strike Saudi airport, wounding 26 and escalating Yemen conflict. What's wrong with that headline from the New York Times? Look at the size of this story. Look what they do. Not a peep from the prostitutes about what the Saudis are doing in Yemen. The worst humanitarian crisis on earth. Cholera rampant disease everywhere, and they put, how dare the Saudis, the Houthis strike a Saudi airport wounding, not killing, wounding, when they're massacring tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. That's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. We're not prostitutes. We don't get paid to put out like these other ones do from their Washington War Masters and Corporate Johns. All right, U.S. wipes out Afghan Security Forces Unit in major friendly fire incident. One of my favorite oxymorons, friendly fire. Yeah, friendly fire, a losing war. This is the second one in just a couple of weeks. There's no end in sight to this war. Could you imagine anybody else doing this and getting away with it? Oh, it's mass murder, and that's why you should consider occupying peace. Go to OccupyPeace.com, put your money where your heart is, because you can see where these heartless people are sending us. They're sending us to war. If we don't stop it, it's going to happen. Let's go to Africa, see what's going on there. Second, Algeria former prime minister detained in graft probe. Oh, what a surprise. Two politicians are among numerous high-profile figures to be drawn into graft probes since this Botafrica was forced to step down in April. We've been covering this as it's been going on. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people in Algeria taking to the streets, trying to bring down this government. They put in another flunky to, to keep the government going. They wanted to have elections in July. The people were saying that was too soon. Algeria's Constitutional Council said on Sunday it was impossible to stage the poll to choose a successor to successor early next month after only the only two candidates were rejected. Again, <laughs> you name the country, we've been doing it day after day, corruption and immorality in a place near you. All right, you talk about people standing up being counted. Opposition in Sudan calls off general strike to allow talks with military. And again, we've been following this for months as well. The people are standing up saying they're not going to take it anymore. And that's what it's going to take for positive change. And I also want to point out that when they, when they do these reporting <clears throat> on this, how one-sided it all is, they take the country that they like and they whitewash it. The countries that they don't like, they make it sound terrible. All right. Well, you know, huge protests in Hong Kong. This has to do with their relationship with China. Hong Kong police lash out as protesters delay extradition bill. Yeah, the extradition bill means that China could take anybody they want that they claim that they want to bring over to China for charges. And the people are concerned there that, um, that 
it's not about just fug criminal fugitives, but political opponents. Mm -hmm. And so here's the way they write this in the Financial Times. During violent scenes that escalated during the evening, police indiscriminately used pepper spray, rubber bullets, and tear gas that left more than 70 people injured. Indiscriminately. But hey, when them French over there use tear gas and bullets and kill people, the yellow vest, it's not indiscriminate anymore. It's okay. That's what I'm trying to mm -hmm. say, how twisted the news is. And this is a big story, what's going on in Hong Kong, because this is the one country, two system deal that's going on there. Oh, the British gave it back in 1997. Wasn't that nice of them <laughs> to give back? What the hell were you doing there in the first place? Limeys? I should say slimy limeys. Oh, the sun never sets on the British Empire. I forgot. Anyway, here's the deals. For 50 years, they're supposed to have freedom over there, and China doesn't take control. But here's the deal. China's going to take full control of Hong Kong, full control of Taiwan. It's just a matter of short time. And that's a big financial center. All right, speaking of twisted, Gerald, Poland's Catholic clergy pressured on abuse. Oh, um, what a surprise. Another day, another Catholic priest, or Catholic priest being accused. You know, as a Catholic, you know, this is disgusting. Christ would be turning in his grave if he didn't rise, to, you know, the third day, you know, from what the Catholic Church is doing here. And you know why I believe it's been taken over by uh, this group. Look at the costumes they have, the pageantry. Oh, yeah, it was perfect. Let's get rid of celibacy and make it a gay club because it's not so gay anymore. This is disgusting what they're doing. And I'm not knocking gays, by the way. I'm joking about this. But it's ridiculous what's going on with the Catholic Church and the abuse and the lives ruined and the cover-up that went up for years and years. This didn't start breaking through, by the way, until early 2000s. Mm -hmm. They kept denying mm -hmm. it, denying it, and denying it. Well, you know, right next to that headline is another headline. PACT will send more U.S. troops to Poland. So maybe they're going to help protect kids. Yeah, no, no. Trump is sending more troops there. We have no right having troops in Poland. Now there's going to be about 6,000, but they just did a big F-35 jet deal. Hmm. And that's what's really going on. The military-industrial complex just... And by the way, those planes are garbage, crap, junk. You can read all about it. A waste of trillions of dollars that it's going to cost. They had just passed another law pushing more of them through, and they're a joke. F-16s could perform better than them, and if they go too fast, their shield peels off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so we have a G20 conference coming up, big deal, and Japan wants to tackle ocean plastic. Uh, they want to make reducing the glut of plastic waste in oceans a priority at the upcoming G20 summit. The equivalent, get ready, the equivalent of one truckload of plastic enters the ocean every minute. Where's it all coming from? The two biggest corporate uh, providers of plastic in oceans, Coke and Pepsi. Coke and Pepsi, great stuff to Things drink. Things go too. better oh, with yeah, Coke. Oh, yeah, and again, yeah, how much they dumping in? Nothing. They just came out with a study that we're ingesting from the water we drink and the food we eat, one credit card worth of plastic a week. 
Bon appetit. <laughs> All right, extreme weather sparks fears over vicious cycle of rising energy use. At least we're getting a little more attention to, to uh, climate change. Again, I've been talking about this. Yes, they're going to go into alternative energies, but I've been mentioning to you that they're still using a lot of coal. According to British Petroleum, oil, <clears throat> gas, and coal accounted for nearly three-quarters of the growth in energy demand last year, their highest share in five years. Even China and India expand into cleaner energy sources. The growth is not enough to meet demand as they are still building coal plants. And if you want any proof, Kuwait recorded the world's highest temperature this week, 124 and a half degrees. Congratulations, yeah. another record. And, and when you go through the Middle East, it was around, you know, 105, 110. Now, as long as we're talking about things heating up, how about burnout nation? That's what the U.S. is becoming because two-thirds of Americans now report feeling burnt out on the job. And not of those Americans, 54% of doctors surveyed by the Mayo Clinic say they are burning out. The biggest culprit? Smartphones, because now people are accessible 24-7. So they never leave work. They're expected to work from home because they're totally connected to work and they get no break. Again, one of your top trends for 2019. Blessed are the geeks. Yep, the St. James Bible got it wrong. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Nope, the geeks have inherited the earth. Everybody's addicted to their things. They can't get away from them, whether it's work or what they call pleasure. And now our final story, Gerald, you're going to love it. The number one food trend inspired by millennials, heat and eat. Convenience craving millennials are changing the business of food. Enabled by a life-by-app lifestyle, ready-to-eat foods, meal kits, and food delivery apps, they're killing the kitchen. The survey reported that 43% of millennials said convenience was so important they would buy all their food online if they could. And the reason they're not eating cereal, they don't have time to clean up after that. they got to get to work and get on those smartphones. Yep. The geeks have inherited the earth. And not only that, about that not eating cereal... Environmental NGO finds Monsanto chemical in Cheerios and other cereals and other foods. The Washington-based D.C. advocacy group said in a statement released June 12th that the chemical was detected, quote, in all 21 oat-based cereal and snack products sampled in a new round of testing. So the millennials are smarter than we think. They're avoiding cereal for the wrong reasons, but at least they're avoiding the chemicals. <laughs> well, listen, bon appetit, Gerald, and don't forget to join us on Monday for more Trend Vision 2020.